0: Healing into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert, a seasoned broadcaster, and Mata, internationally acclaimed master healer, teacher, and multi-award winning author, explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggles with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, self-loathing, and fear of death. They discuss the meaning of awakening and what we need to do to transform our shadow and find the light of our true being. Through her compassionate guidance, Mata answers questions regarding your personal challenges with specific suggestions on how you too can heal into consciousness. And now, here are your hosts, Albert and
1: Mata. Yes, new beat coming.
2: And a very happy holiday Monday to uh, everyone. This is Albert.
1: And I'm Mata.
2: And uh, you are listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio. We have a very exciting show for you today, all about a mystic's point of view on taking risks. Mata, I was looking at our Facebook page. This is uh, Healing Into Consciousness Radio, where we kind of do uh, up-to-date or up-to-show links Uh, And and we have a a post for people that want uh, to ask you a a question. I should mention that we do have a 1-800 number, which uh, I'm going to ask people to use. Uh, That is 1-800-930-2819. If today you feel like taking a risk and want to ask Monadalian a question in regards to uh, (laughs) your particular existential dilemma. Like, uh, why are, deep down, are we so afraid of taking risks? What prevents us from freely sharing what's in our heart and mind? Uh, other questions that you may have, why do, uh, or why do we have difficulty in following our inner calling? And what can we do to step out of our limitations and follow our inner truth? I think the first question that I want to ask you, Mata, is... Especially since it's in regards to a mystic's point of view. And I look at this Facebook page, Jessica, our assistant, has put a picture of an elephant that's walking off a cliff. And the <laughs> question I would have is what would you, what would you say to this <laughs> elephant? <laughs> you know, she's a being mystic's very creative, point of view. creative.
1: I haven't seen that yet. I should yeah. look.
2: <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah. What, is a, what is a mystic's point of view of risks? What's it all about?
1: Well, as uh, as you said, the one difficulty that everybody experiences is actually taking risks. And what do we mean by taking risks? It's basically taking risks to live your life freely from your inner calling, from doing things that you feel from deep inside that you want to do, and not holding back on actually following your calling and and enjoying yourself, basically living your life. And if if we look back to where this problem of taking risks begins, normally if you look at children, really young children, they're not afraid of taking risks. They just jump wherever they want and they're very free with exploration. And what happens, the first Imprint that adults put on children is don't do that, you'll hurt yourself. So we start hypnotizing children to start fearing from living themselves fully, from exploring what they want to explore, and slowly, slowly as the child grows older, it becomes almost like a habit, a fear becomes a habit, and the whole society is afraid, people around them are afraid, so then it's mechanically everybody starts believing this myth that uh, it's dangerous to take risks. Don't do what you feel like doing, because there will be consequences.
2: Yeah, so the the shackles of fear are placed on our ankles at a very early age, whether collectively or socially.
1: That's right, and like I said, when you're hypnotized, then you don't even know that you're hypnotized. Then you approach everything in life with that attitude that is coming from your deep unconscious. There's a belief already in the body. It's been programmed really strongly and it runs runs the show. No matter how much you want from your cognitive part of the mind to start taking risks and do something different, that part, which I always call the bottom of the iceberg, has Mm. a bigger power. And it decides where where the iceberg is going to go.
2: I'm looking at my favorite quote from your book, In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness, that kind of pertains to this. And you said that when you follow your fears and stop yourself from what your being longs to live, your energy remains stagnant and you miss many opportunities to heal into consciousness. I'm very familiar with energy being stagnant where you know it becomes just a stinky smelly cesspool because no fresh water has come into it and it's it just hasn't moved um, I was just wondering if you could elaborate on on that comment of yours
1: well basically the energy just to, to, to follow up on what you're saying why the energy gets stagnated and it does not move. That, that, that is the first indication when you feel that way that you feel stagnating means that you're not able to live yourself in the present because living in the present means a continual flow of energy because the present always changes. Right. Everything changes in the present. Things come and go. And if you cannot flow with with what comes and goes, then obviously you feel stuck, you feel stagnated, you don't feel happy because how can you be happy if your energy is not moving and life goes by and you're just sitting there looking at it go, go by and really what you're doing is you're, you're accumulating more more sadness, more pain, and starting to feel more and more miserable because you're not participating in life moment to moment. So in order for us to be able to break those patterns and those beliefs and those conditionings, uh, the work is is not that easy because those conditionings are very heavy and many times you're not even aware that they're there. So in order to come to... To break and peel away those layers of conditionings, basically, you need to slowly start trusting yourself. The the main reason why people don't take risks is because they don't trust themselves.
2: Mm. So how do we begin to trust ourselves?
1: Well, one thing you need to recognize that you need to ask yourself, what are those beliefs that prevent me from actually following my inner truth? Why am I afraid? to follow my inner truth. What are the consequences that I'm afraid that will happen if I follow my truth? Because most of the time people need recognition, they need acceptance, they need other people's approval. So when your mother does not approve of what you do, Obviously, a part of you starts thinking, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with what I want to do. When your father does not approve of you, you start doubting yourself. So this is how the child starts learning to doubt themselves, because from the very beginning, they're not accepted with their uniqueness of how they are. So, there's the, the need for acceptance because the child knows my survival depends on my parents. If I don't do what they tell me, my survival is at stake. And that belief then stays running and. Even though the body gets older and the person is able to take care of themselves, they forget that actually, you know what, I can take care of myself. I don't need my parents' approval. So part of the peeling away of the layers of the onion would be to have a look to see, okay, where am I looking at approval? Why do I need approval from people? What would happen if I actually say to myself, uh, I don't care if people don't approve of what I want to do. I'm going to follow my own inner truth. Mm-hmm. So taking risks is going to be very essential so that you can actually start peeling away those beliefs, start erasing those beliefs because all, all they are is beliefs. But then because you're not aware that you're behaving that way, you can't make any changes. Just thinking that I want to take risks and I want to change, uh, I want to do some things differently is not enough till you go into the bottom of the iceberg and start erasing those conditionings that are in your body
2: Mm. you say in your book also that to break through the collective veil of illusion that you address all of this risk-taking and 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 these issues Uh, this is all later in the later part of your book where you speak about the the breaking through the three veils of illusion Um, I think I wanna ask you the questions what are the three veils of illusion And I I see that we're coming up to a break pretty shortly, so maybe we want to hang on. you want to hang on to that thought and and, address it? Well, I can just
1: quickly probably just say what they are, and then we'll we'll maybe open for questions as well. So the three veils of illusion would be the personal veil. It's your own personal story that you believe in that you have to break through, you have to see what it is. Mm-hmm. Then the collective veil of illusion is what we as society believe in. And depending on where you're born, which country you're born, what kind of religious social conditionings you're exposed to, there there is an unconsciousness there. So that's a veil that you also are hypnotized to believe. You have to break through that veil, which is the collective veil. And the third veil would be the cosmic veil of illusion. In other words, all the behavior patterns that, are, that we do are exactly the same as what uh, the animals or the, the, the body would do. So in other words, the body has its own language and the body has its own way of pulling you into certain areas. And the collective veil of illusion basically would be to remembering or seeing that any kind of a body, whether human or, or animal, has the same instincts. So, in other words, it's breaking through that, uh, the, that body's instincts, And that's where you would become completely free of any kind of inhibitions.
2: Mara, this all sounds rather daunting. It, this is a... This is kind of big, isn't it? <laughs> this is like huge. It's,
1: it's big, but it's it's exciting to explore yourself. So maybe right. we could talk a little bit more after the break as as I see you are coming into the break so, now.
2: Yeah, so that number, uh, if, if anybody wants to call, is 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And you can also text message us if you go to Transformation Talk Radio, the website. And uh, you can uh, text us a, a question and Mata continues. Your call. So we'll be right back. Um, Right after this, a little uh, E L O, which we picked up on iTunes, and uh, we're also on iTunes. You're listening to Healing in the Consciousness with you, Well, I came a long way to be here today, and I left you so long on this avenue. And here I stand, in the strangest land, not knowing what to say
1: or do. As I gaze around at these strangers in town, I guess the only stranger is me. And I wonder, yes I wonder, wonder, wonder. is this the way life's meant
0: to be?
3: like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Mata-Dalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details.
0: Healing into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert and Mata explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggle with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, anxiety, self-loathing, and fear of death. During the show, Mata and Albert discuss what comes to pass on the journey of awakening and the work that we need to do to transform our unconscious and find our true being. Through her compassionate guidance and ability to accurately read the repressed beliefs, thought forms, and emotions in the person's unconscious, Mata answers callers' questions regarding their personal challenges, giving specific suggestions to help them heal into consciousness. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific time for Healing into Consciousness Radio. This
2: new beat
0: coming.
2: The In Search of the Miraculous three-day workshop at the Omega Institute from July 29th to the 31st can change your life. Learn how to identify and erase your unconscious programs. Experience the quick and profound results of the revolutionary self-healing Dalian Method and fast-forward your healing journey into consciousness with direct individual guidance from Mada. To register for this life-changing workshop with Eliza Mata Dalian at the Omega Institute, visit the calendar of events at DalianMethod.com. into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. We are in discussion, actually uh, talking about uh, a mystic's point of view on taking risks. And what I've found about all of this is, uh, Mata, it's it's really exciting in the, this, this business, this journey called transformation, and especially your concept of expression that leads to transformation. I think there is totally something to that. Uh, And I can personally attest that there is something to be said about identifying those little blocks that we have in our bodies, the energies that prevents us from moving forward, from taking uh, a risk, taking a gamble in life. And, and, you know, I, I think back on some of the risks that I've taken, and even though they've been scary in the moment, and I wasn't too sure... You know whether this is whether I should do this or you know should i should I do something else uh, once it's been done you, you actually think back in retrospect and you go wow that was that was kind of exciting that was actually really uh, what life is all about is that sense of being alive mm-hmm so, I think, I think you're on to something. And I, and here we are late spring. Uh, I know it's a holiday Monday for some and people are thinking about hamburgers and, and hot dogs and apple pie and that kind of stuff. But uh, some of us are thinking about, hey, you know, this is a, a nice time to maybe do a little purge. Uh, whether it be, um, you know, watching my diet, getting ready for the beach or, or you know, really detoxing the body from some toxins or, or something. And, and also... Taking it one step further and going into uh, our psyche uh, mm-hmm. and, and looking at our, our conditionings, our, our, our social conditionings about certain things that we have. How do we feel about money? Um, you know, how do how do we feel about success? Is there a part of us that really doesn't want it, even though we're thinking, "Yeah, well, we would like to have, we would like to take a risk," but maybe no. There, there isn't. Uh, there isn't that fire in the belly, as some people would say. What do you mm-hmm. think?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you you mentioned the word detox, and I think that's such an important word. We we do think of the word detox as something that we physically detox in terms of um, our foods and uh, you know what we eat and what we drink etc. But we rarely think of detoxing our body from all our suppressed thoughts and emotions and beliefs and conditionings. And what I discovered through my method, actually, my method is probably that um, bullseye method that goes very quickly into identifying to what is it that uh, your body needs to detox in terms of all the suppressed thoughts and emotions. And right. um, and through the system of breathing and, and uh, verbal expression, that's how I learned, how, how discovered that... All the things that we intellectually try to understand and try to change in our life can happen very quickly in in a, in a short hour, just by actually learning and knowing how to detoxify our body from all those suppressions that have accumulated year after year after year. And why can't we actually be in our heart and share through our heart and be authentic is because all those beliefs and all those suppressed thoughts and emotions that are in our body preventing us from actually living our energy authentically. So they pull us in all sorts of directions and the energy is being, you know, repressed, there's so many lids on different areas everywhere in the body. So we need to start learning about how to detoxify the body from all those suppressed thoughts and emotions. And I would, you know, I'm happy to say that, for for some reason, you know, this is what happened in my life that I, I was able to read those, uh, repressed thought forms in people's energy, and and uh, luckily were able, was able to discover this method that can quickly eliminate all these beliefs. Because the moment what I saw, th- th- those beliefs are like clouds. Right. So because we're in the middle of the clouds, we think that's all there is. When you don't see the sun, you don't see the open sky. You think, okay, this is this is this is life. Being in the cloud is is what life is all about. And obviously, it's not a pleasant life because it's there's no joy, there's no color, there's no sunshine. Um, and because people get identified with those beliefs um, that are suppressed in the body, those emotions that are suppressed, then then they feel almost helpless. They right. they don't really feel like oh, how can I trust life? Because this is what I know, this is what's happening for me. So So with this technique we're able to actually go into those clouds and start dispersing the clouds very quickly so you can start seeing the sun and bring some you know uh, light and air in. And with that, that's how you detoxify your body.
2: I can't wait for your self-healing CD to come out. And I know it's coming out very, very shortly. And you're hard at work on, on your second book. Uh, I I wanted to say, I think most people can relate to this this idea, this concept of expression, uh, expressing yourself and being honest with yourself. Where I think some people have difficulty is, and this is where you are so good because you are uh, able to read people's uh, suppressed energy, but the, 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 the talent is asking the right question, isn't it? And, and maybe if, if you could share with, with, with me and, and everybody else some tips in asking the right question so when we're going inside and and we're say maybe looking at a discomfort that we have in our body and then we ask to give it a voice, um, breathe into it, uh, breathe out from it and we're asked to give it a voice, what would it say and express that out loud. What would be a a tip in which I could ask the right question so I'm not playing a mind game while doing this self-exploration work?
1: Well, the easiest way would be, without going into details here, the easiest way would be to start to start connecting, to start looking in and saying, okay, what is, it, what, what is my heart wanting to do? Okay. And if you can connect to what is your heart wanting to do and follow your heart instead of following your head or following your fears, then you have to tell yourself, okay, well, I'm going to make a commitment that I'm going to follow my heart.
2: I don't know where you gave this bit of information, but it's very helpful where you go inside yourself and you ask, does this feel heavy or does this feel light? And if it feels heavy, then you don't want to go there. But if it feels light, it's moving up to your heart chakra. And this is a a clue as to moving forward in this area, correct?
1: Yeah. So one one way would be if you have to make a decision, you look inside and you say, okay, if I do this, um, and just imagine... The, the decision you have to make and um, so ask your question yourself a question if i do this and try to feel how does it feel inside does it feel that your energy is expanding or is it shrinking so if you feel that your energy is shrinking means that's not the right thing to do or if you feel the, the question is that you have to actually take a risk and do something and suddenly your energy is expanding, then follow that and actually uh, don't be afraid to do it because fear normally shrinks your energy and fear keeps you in the old and that expansion brings you into the new because unless you take a risk you cannot really expand into the into the new and normally why we're afraid of taking risks because we're afraid of the unknown we don't know what the unknown is going to bring that's why most people are afraid of taking risks and if we say okay well the unknown actually can be exciting which is always it is exciting but it's that step of stepping into it
2: is that why, Mata, you ask people to do it anyway? Like, feel the fear and do it anyway?
1: Exactly, because people who take risks doesn't mean that they don't feel fear. They also feel fear, because anytime you step into the unknown, the sensation of fear will be there. But the person that is actually um, the person who knows themselves and a person who's already traveled this uh, journey several times. They, they know the road. They know the path. So they know, okay, well, I'm going to have to do it in spite of my fear because something inside me feels right. So something inside me expands. Follow your expansion. Follow what feels good.
2: Does a mystic feel fear?
1: <laughs> the fear is... Uh, let's talk about it after the break. I see that we're coming into the break, okay. but ahead. it's it's uh, it's a very important question, and let's talk about it after the break, so I don't want to go through it very quickly.
2: Okay. Healing into Consciousness Radio is what you're listening to, and uh, we're in uh, conversation with Mata Dalian, modern-day mystic, and we'll be right back right after this. My name is Albert. in search of the miraculous three-day workshop at the Omega Institute from July 29th to the 31st can change your life. Learn how to identify and erase your unconscious programs. Experience the quick and profound results of the revolutionary self-healing Dalian Method and fast-forward your healing journey into consciousness with direct individual guidance from Mata. To register for this life-changing workshop with Eliza Mata Dalian at the Omega Institute, visit the calendar of events at dallianmethod.com. Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. We're in conversation with a modern-day mystic, of course, that be you, Mata. And I facetiously asked the question, does uh, a mystic feel the fear or a fear? Yes. Is that it? You do.
1: Well, you have to remember one thing, that a mystic lives in the physical body just like anybody else. What's the difference between a mystic and a person who is still trying to find who they are? The mystic is someone who has discovered that they are not their body, they are not their emotions, they are not their thoughts. A mystic is someone who has discovered their eternal being that has nothing to do with any time or space, a mystic is someone who knows that the whole universe is their home. And at this moment in time, they're on planet Earth. The next moment in time, they could be anywhere else in the universe. And the whole universe is not something to be afraid of, but it's something to to, to explore. However, what happens in while living in a physical body, what I was saying is that third veil of illusion, the cosmic veil of illusion, body is, is designed to protect itself so there's that instinct survival instinct in the body so a mystic is someone that even though they feel the survival instinct in the body they are not identified with it because they know that the body is sooner or later going to go so that that instinct doesn't pull them into non-action right and um, so even though they feel the fear, they do it anyways. Also, people who, you know, people who, who, who participate in um, dangerous sports or, you know, do mountain climbing, these, these people also have that sense of don't think that they don't feel fear. They feel fear, but they, they try to stay a witness to that fear. So there's the spirit. You develop the strength of your spirit by acting in spite of the fear. And you need that strength. You need to make your spirit strong because ultimately when death comes and you're facing your death, you should be able to say, okay, well, I'm just going to watch this happening. And no matter what happens, no matter what kind of fear arises. And once you cross that door, then you enter into the unknown with a more positive and welcoming attitude. And then the unknown becomes actually exciting. And why people are afraid to take risks, why people are afraid of death is because they're afraid of that magnitude of the unknown. So all you have to do is shift your perspective. Instead of thinking this is something scary and terrible, you need to start thinking, well, this could be exciting and I can explore it. Then with the shift in attitude, you might be able to start exploring yourself, your own depth, and you might be able to start following your calling and taking risks and doing what you actually want to do.
2: You know, uh, pardon the expression, it all scares me to death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm exactly sorry. scares you? This, this might be a good opportunity maybe to look at it.
2: Well, I mean, you know, as a mystic, you, you speak of uh, finding your true being. And I realize that there's a part of me that, that is open to that, that really has a hunger to uh, find out who, who I really am. Uh, what the, what the Buddhists call the original face mm-hmm. and I'm also aware of a self-sabotage mechanism inside me that says no uh, maybe I I don't May- I'm just fooling myself I don't deserve this I'm not worthy <laughs> you know it's like that old that old uh,
1: so that's Mike Myers the chatter thing. yeah that's the chatter and that's the hypnosis that I was talking to you about earlier
2: the because hypnosis?
1: That's right. You're hypnotized to believe that those thoughts are true. Mm. And you need to understand that. This is how every single individual is kept in control. So, in order for the society to control individuals, they need to hypnotize them. They need to believe, that they need to make them believe that actually fear is true. And they need to make them believe that they need to follow authority otherwise they'll be lost they need to follow a leader otherwise they'll be lost so this is all hypnosis it's a mass hypnosis everybody lives under and in order to find your truth you need to start looking in to and start asking the question who am I what is my individuality so you need to start looking at what is this hypnosis that I'm believing to be true
2: I was going to ask, what does Albert need to do to uh, get out of this? What, is, what does he need to say to himself? Or what does he need to do to not listen to that uh, that part of me that, that I, I give in? It's kind of like that old that old saying in, in, in the Bible, I think it was Romans, where... Paul said um, forgive me for what I do not want I do and and what I do not want you know you know what I mean it's a convoluted kind of sense of this duality that we're all living in
1: what what Albert and everybody else needs to understand and say to yourself is that my survival is not dependent on other people my survival is not at stake because It's existence that decided when I came into this uh, world, and existence will decide when my time is up. So why am I worried? It's something Mm. beyond me. It's something beyond anyone, because nobody created you. You are part of... You are part of a creation of existence. You are part of that oneness that everybody talks about. So, so why do you even concern yourself about survival? So this survival instinct is actually the, root of the, the the head of the dragon that everybody needs to look at and understand that actually your survival is not at stake if you follow your truth.
2: Right. But first, my sense is that we have to acknowledge to ourselves our fears, and, and what is it exactly that? Well, holds us
1: absolutely, back? because if you're not aware of your fears uh, and you don't have the attitude of wanting to actually understand your fears and break through, um, obviously you will not move and you will not do anything.
2: Mm. So let's clarify. If I ask the question, what can we do to step out of our limitations and follow our inner truth, what do you suggest?
1: Well, number one, I would say let go of your fears, beliefs, and conditionings. So, obviously, before you can let those things go, you need to become aware of what they are, right? So Mm -hmm. become aware of what are your beliefs, fears, and conditionings. Make a list. Mm -hmm. And then consciously decide, I'm going to let these go. I'm not going to let those fears and those beliefs and those conditionings uh, run my life. So... Number two will be to stay open-minded, yeah, to learn something new. Tell yourself, right. I'm going to stay open-minded to learn something, to, to explore something, to experiment something new. And number three, trust that your survival is not going to be at stake. So this is how you start going deeper inside yourself and starting to trust yourself. Right. And, and knowing that, you know what, yeah, let me, even if you logically think about it, you know, you're an adult, does your survival depend on your parents? It doesn't. So, but you're still believing that you're a child and you're dependent on authority and your survival is dependent on other people and on other people's approval. So this is actually the agony of doing the spiritual work. It's not easy, but the payoff is so tremendous. It's, it's like, You need to let go of the little pebbles that you're playing with so you can actually start holding the diamonds in your hand.
2: Mm. This reminds me of uh, the Hollywood movie The Truman Show with uh, Jim Carrey. And for those of you who have never seen this movie, it was about a man who was living in a bubble, uh, a a fake kind of artificial world for the camera and for an outside audience. And he didn't know that this was all kind of make-believe. And he had to really push himself to the outer, outer extremity of his fears and the the physical extremity of this bubble, this artificial bubble that he was living in. And um, it required a dark night of the soul, no doubt. I, I see that we're kind of running out of time in, in terms of uh, another break is coming up. So I uh, want to resume and, and pick up this conversation about uh, taking risks, uh, a mystic's point of view, as you listen to Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mana. Nice to have you along.
3: Imagine a groundbreaking healing method that can resolve your lifelong problems and save you months and even years of counseling and psychotherapy. Imagine a method that can accurately identify and dissolve the blocks that cause fear, pain, and illness. The Lightspeed Dalian Method can do just that. It will quickly and spontaneously heal your ailments into inner peace, joy, and self-empowered consciousness. To book your life-changing session with the Dalian Method, visit DalianMethod.com.
2: The In Search of the Miraculous three-day workshop at the Omega Institute from July 29th to the 31st can change your life. Learn how to identify and erase your unconscious programs. Experience the quick and profound results of the revolutionary self-healing Dalian Method and fast-forward your healing journey into consciousness with direct individual guidance from Mada. To register for this life-changing workshop with Eliza Mata Dalian at the Omega Institute, visit the calendar of events at DallianMethod.com.
0: 1230 WPLQ
2: Healing in a Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Uh, greetings. Hi, Mata. Are you there? Hello. Yes. Yeah. I just thought maybe you went away. I was uh, listening to the beginning of that song, and it sounded a little bit like the, the song about the, uh, the old man on top of the mountain that, um, that you sometimes have played during your intensives. It's. it's oh, yeah.
1: I love that song. Yeah.
2: I'm sure you can find it on iTunes. And I, I should mention once again that we're happy to tell everybody that we're now also available on iTunes ourselves. So it's kind of neat when we're, you know, doing some podcast stuff and uh, adding music and and, and then going to a podcast of one of our archive shows that people can do that. And something that I've neglected to mention this hour is your website, which, of course, is monadalian.com, where people have uh, a whole bunch of information there, especially in in the sense of what you are up to these days and uh, the closest thing on your calendar of course, you just started your eight-week online course, and uh, we heard in the break we heard the commercial for the uh, the, the Omega Institute, and so that tells uh, me that uh, I know where Albert's going to be, as as he's going to be with MADA, participating in your uh, your your workshop in uh, New York, on the eastern side of uh, the United States, which is kind of cool. Um, are you looking forward to that?
1: Absolutely, yeah. This is going to be very, it's going to be a very powerful workshop as well because we're going to be um, actually experimenting with the self healing method, right. uh, my self healing method, and uh, shortly after the um, uh, the CDs and the book would be available for people and I'm totally looking forward to it because I feel now is the time that uh, people are ready and there are more, many people are actually uh, looking forward to taking the power back into their own hands and taking care of their own healing and This method can actually help them do that on an ongoing basis with whatever issue that will arise that can quickly detoxify the body. This is, um, I call it, the ultimate detox uh, method, in a way. Well,
2: as I like to say, the issues are in the tissues, and uh, your method certainly has uh, an ability uh, I think we'll, we'll get into that more as, as this uh, show unfolds in the coming weeks and in the coming months. Um, you did mention a book, and uh, this is the second book that you're writing that's going to be uh, in accompaniment with this two CD uh, set that's going to be available, where, uh, like Mata says, you'll have a chance to actually put your, uh, or take your healing right into your own hands. Uh, your first book, though, if people want to get a hold of it, uh, I just thought, by the way, it's called "In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness." And I noticed I was thinking of the story of uh, of Deepak Chopra and how you and Kindi, its sort of a backstory in itself as to as to how you actually got to meet Dr. Deepak Chopra and and how we met uh, the his assistant. Uh, well, I think
1: you're getting off track here, Albert. What I wanted to mention is that the power of my method is in the way it helps you to identify all those suppressed thoughts and conditionings and beliefs that I was mentioning uh, earlier in the show. It step-by-step prepares you so that you can learn to identify those programs yourself. And through working with the method, be able to very quickly release those programs from your body. And this is This is not imagination, this is not visualization, this is not wishful thinking. It's a bullseye method that actually does the job practically of taking you within a very short time, taking you from an unconscious state into conscious state. That's why I'm so excited about it because I feel it has the power to quickly transform many people. And, and, and it's almost like the whole aware, consciousness of the planet, people have come to a place where they've done all uh, the preparation work and understanding work through, right. through all this wonderful material and wonderful people that have uh, brought the awareness of self-exploration into people's uh, consciousness. Now, this is the next step where it takes people from the place of now, okay, I understand what next, how can I practically actually transform myself? This is the method that's going to help people to actually practically, very quickly transform those unconscious beliefs. And with that, it's it's just an explosion of energy that would help humanity it will help everybody to just start riding the wave going higher in vibration Uh, Mm -hmm. and especially the time now is coming and this big talk about the 2012 so how do you take a risk to start living yourself fully and completely well you need to be able to energetically stand on your two feet and and it's you cannot just think i'm going to you know think i want to be grounded you have to be grounded so this method helps people to have that actual experience of standing on their own two feet so
2: yeah you yeah. Uh, pull, you pull no punches and i think it's that's one thing that can't be stressed enough is that you are a very practical person and um, you ask people to try it themselves. And, and, and even, even when it comes to small aches and pains, doing a little bit of your method, which people are introduced to uh, in your workshops, uh, goes a long, long way. And you can right away, right off the get-go, start applying it in your life, no matter what you're doing. Isn't that correct?
1: Yes. And I have many YouTube video clips where I'm doing little demonstrations of just uh, small portions of basically to bring more understanding to people, how those suppressed thought forms work and how we can we can um, release them. So I have little tastes. Of what I'm just talking about here little uh, moments of my method so I encourage people to go and look at my video clips in YouTube I have many many um, emails from people telling me that they're watching my YouTube videos and they're actually trying this method on or trying those elements that I'm showing on the video and they've had tremendous transformations just even with those little um, tidbits that that are uh, on the videos
2: Mhm mhm and and um, so i was going to say if people want to find out further information as to like specifically how you get into the concepts of 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 your healing that's all available on your website which is monadalian.com and there's also and you kind of touch upon the method in an indirect way because your first book in search of the miraculous healing into consciousness which is available on amazon.com and at your website talks about at least alludes to the concepts that you use in your healing method which is of course uh, witnessing and expression and um, I think you go into like seven steps including surrendering understanding and letting go To to know this in advance I mean, especially if people are going to go to the workshop and to have your book in advance is, is a great, great benefit. So, I would I would highly recommend uh, going to Amazon.com or your website. And um, I think we're running out of time, Mata. Anything you mm-hmm. want to mention?
1: Uh, well, this has been a, another exciting conversation. So, uh, I'm always looking forward to these Mondays where we can... Uh, share some more little insights of course there's so much to talk about and we're just uh, you know touching the surface but uh, hopefully
2: scratching uh, the tip of the iceberg trying to go into the
1: whole iceberg as uh, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing <laughs>
2: Okay, well, uh, on that note, uh, we'll do it all again next week. It's 12 o'clock Pacific Time, and uh, that's 2 o'clock Central and 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Healing into Consciousness Radio, on behalf of Mata, this is Albert saying, have a good week. Bye, everybody. You've
0: been listening to Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific Time to continue to explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. For more information about the Dalian Method or to get your copy of Mata's award-winning book in search of the miraculous healing into consciousness or the no yes active meditation CD visit www.dalianmethod.com that's www.dalianmethod.com.